One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready get 30, ready get 20 20, 20 ready get 20 20, ready get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you are in a relationship and you're wanting to know how to communicate better, get your needs met, and ultimately feel more fulfilled, this episode is for you. Even if you're single, there is so much to learn from this. I have a special guest, once again, my partner, and we are going to speak about how to improve your relationship or your dating life this year. Just a little note, we are not relationship experts. We have been in a relationship for almost 3 years now, and I am a psychologist with some background in relationship counseling, but this is a good sign to know that I still do the work. My partner also has valuable life experience, so I'm hoping he can bring something to the table today. All right, welcome to the show, my love. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for having me on again. You're brave doing this episode with me. I think I've done it a few times now. But was, uh... <laughs> so we've actually prepared something a little bit fun. I've prepared questions to ask my partner. He doesn't really know what they are. He knows a bit of a gist, and he's prepared questions for me, which I have not prepared answers to. So we're going to answer these questions, and then we're going to go into what we believe makes. A strong, healthy relationship, and we're going to talk about something we do called a relationship check-in. I shared this on my Instagram, and people were very interested in what a relationship meeting was. So we're going to conclude with what that is about. All right. Question number one: Are you ready for this? I think so. Okay. What do you think makes a really good or great relationship? I think it's uh, different, obviously, for a lot of people. But for me, I think trust is the most important thing in a relationship. I think if you don't trust the other person, or you, you know, there's there's signs there that something might be going on. I think it's um, yeah, that's quite damaging moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think communication is extremely important. Um, being able to voice your own opinion and and be able to go to your partner and tell them whatever you're really feeling in confidence that they're not going to. Yeah, have a go at you or judge you, and just be able to have a good conversation about things and not get upset with each other, and just be able to talk through things and work through things. I think that's so important.、Mm, I agree, it's important, 
but I don't think it's that easy. I know definitely in the past I haven't felt safe to express what I truly want to say or I'm scared of the response or I'm scared I'm going to be told I'm emotional or invalidating. So I think you create a really safe space. I tell you everything. I think I tell you too much. I tell you every single detail that happens. Um, What do you think men can do or anyone in any sex relationship to make other people feel safe to communicate openly and transparently? I think not reacting immediately. I think a lot of people, when they hear something or they get told something, they react immediately and they just go on the defense and think really all about themselves and how it's affecting them or they feel like they're being personally attacked. Mm. Um, I think it's important probably if, if you do feel like that or you, you know, it's a bit of a surprise, you know, whatever your partner said to you, I think it's important to maybe just acknowledge it firstly, just tell your partner, yes, hey, I acknowledge what you're thinking and I just probably need some time to process it and come back to you rather than reacting. Yeah. Because I don't think, yeah, I, I think depending on how big it is or depending what it is, I probably think it is good to, I like to anyway, just digest it and really have mm. a think about it before I react or before I say something because... Yeah, sometimes, you you know, you can say something to me that sort of triggers me. Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm straight away going the defense or all I think about is I'm being attacked here. Yeah, but Whereas, you shut down. You don't get angry. That's yeah, what I, I found really strange. I'm like, yeah, react. And that's something I'm working on as well because I do sometimes get upset and just go quiet, which I don't like. I think, yes. I think you need to talk things through and... Um, yeah, I think that's the best thing possibly. Mm, I think it's good not to. I think, yes, not reacting is definitely something everyone should work on. Get those emotion regulation skills because if someone's yelled at and as a child they were yelled at or their dad yelled at them, it can definitely trigger that trauma response. I think also as well, I think it's important to self-reflect on what whatever's been brought up as well as just think about the other person and how whatever she's bringing up how that's affecting them rather than just yourself yeah putting yourself in their shoes and this is extremely hard to do and this is something i've learned to do over the years is say is there a kernel of truth as much as i maybe don't want to face it or don't want to admit it is there a kernel of truth in what you are saying to me and to take that kind of reflective approach says a lot about a person it's not easy to do but if your partner is bringing something up with you consider maybe they have a point and yet you'll become really good at reflecting and building your self-awareness all right very good i like that topic i think definitely just to summarize that a great and good relationship is different for everyone so if you're listening to this episode and you're single or you're in a relationship write down what is a great relationship to you how do you want to feel What does it look like? Because I believe we can always elevate and enhance. Mm, Agreed. All right. Do you want to ask me one of your questions? We should take turns. Sure. (laughs) What's one thing you identified that you needed to work on since we've been in a relationship? (laughs) Straight in, straight in. What have I needed to work on? I definitely think not reacting and attacking The Pisces Pisces always think they're being attacked. But I think sometimes when you say things, I just want to react straight away. It's almost like I think I'm not going to have enough time to explain myself or maybe if I'm louder or more, I don't know, yeah, expressive, the point will get across faster. But 
I let you speak. I take a deep breath. And sometimes I just step back and think, it's okay. You don't need to have a big reaction to this. Not every action needs a reaction. So that's something I've, I've had to work on. And I noticed that in my mom, like my mom can be very reactive. I think it's just, you know, coming from a Greek family. I'm not perfect. I still do it. But do you think I've worked on it? Yeah, I think you've definitely worked on it. And I've also worked on myself in the sense of, well, if I've got something to say to you, how do I deliver that to you in the best way possible? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You put some cushioning around it now. Oh, yeah. I suppose I just think about how I'd approach the discussion rather than just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got to be careful. You know, I don't want to offend you or upset you as well, but there's something I want to talk about then you just got to think about how do I approach this yeah and I've also worked on giving you your space like I do know men need to go into their cave to reflect on things so I notice if I have upset you a lot of people just expect the partner oh, I said sorry I said sorry to go back to being normal straight away and I think sometimes it can take you know a couple of hours or whatever so I've just tried to give you space when you are upset or I have upset you in some way all right next question do you think you need to work on yourself before you're in a relationship so this is people who are single do you think single people should work on themselves before they even get into a relationship or do you think you can work on yourself whilst you're in a relationship what comes first the chicken or the egg um I think that you I think you definitely need to work on yourself before you go into a relationship. I think it's more about being very clear on what you want mm. and what your non-negotiables are and what you won't accept in the sense of that because one of my biggest things from my previous relationships is that I'm a big believer in that you can't change the other person mm. unless they want to change. Um, they'll never change. Yeah, Or if they do change, they'll change for a month and then they'll revert straight back, so... That's just my thoughts. I could be wrong, but yeah, unless the person identifies and is aware and wants to change, I don't think that he can that they can change. Unless they want to. Unless they want to. Or unless they yeah, unless they really want to, yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah. a lot of people don't see the need to change. So for example, if you're dating someone or a guy or girl and they say, Oh, I don't want to be serious and you think, Oh, you know, I'll change them. I'll be the one to make them be with me. But you keep seeing them and dating them and sleeping with them. They don't really have to change because they're kind of getting everything they would get if they said yes to dating you. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think a relationship is always working on, on yourself and, and your relationship. Like I think it's important that you always, you don't get you know, complacent and just think that, hey, my relationship's perfect. Like, mm. there's always things to work on. There's always things to discuss. You always should be thinking of, you know, that one of the things for us is being thoughtful to each other. I know we both really value that. So it's always like, well, what can I do for this person yeah. this week? Or what can I do for them that really shows that I care and I'm thinking of them or I want to do something nice for them, you know? Like, you always should be working on doing something or bettering yourself or thinking about how can I grow our relationship and make it better was thoughtfulness one of your values before you met me no it, I don't think it, it was my value it was your value yeah, I know I know how much you 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 love that um for me I don't yeah I don't think thoughtfulness was one of the key drivers for me in a really? relationship now 
for mm-hmm. me, communication was communication and trust. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we got off the topic. I want to answer this question too. Do you think you need to work on yourself before or can you work on yourself in the relationship? I believe you can get to a certain point of working on yourself, but there is things. There are things that are going to come up when you're in a relationship that you didn't even realize. So when I got in my relationship with you, I'm like, hee hee, I'm perfect. But all this stuff came up. And I even booked a session with one of my old therapists. And she said to me, she said, the closer you get with someone in a relationship, the more it pushes stuff to the surface that you're not even aware of. And it was almost like I tested you at times because I was like, oh, is this real? You know, why do I want to run away? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? And I felt like a teenager again. So I think you do need to be with someone for other stuff to come up, but you have to work on it together. That's the really important thing that you need to do. And I think one more thing to add there is obviously if you've been in a previous relationship or something's happened to you in the past where you're aware that you know there might be some underlying trauma there whether that be a relationship or something to do with yourself personally I think it's important to really be aware of that and put in the work whether you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship and wanting to get in a relationship and just put in the work to 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 work on that and fix it because yeah you don't want to go into a relationship if you've got trauma that you've that you're going to get cheated on because you've been cheated on in a previous relationship and then that mm. just showcases through your whole relationship yeah. the new one, you know what I mean? Yeah, or just be honest about it. Just say, look, I've dealt with infidelity in my past relationship or I've had trust issues. It's something I'm working on, but if it comes up, I really would like to speak about it openly with Yeah, I agree. You. Yeah, mm. I agree. I think it's important. Okay, what's your next question for me? Have you ever been in a relationship where you didn't get along with your partner's family? And if you did, how did you approach this if you knew this means a lot to your partner? If I didn't get... Oh, okay. No, I've never had family members I didn't get along with. I actually never met my ex's family. We were together for four to five years and I never met a single member of his family. And now when I listen to this and I know it, it blows my mind. But at the time, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, oh, you know, he's just not close to his family. And my needs of having a big loving family were already met. So I kind of just ignored that box, but I would never do that again. I think it's so important to meet your partner's family and get to know what they're all about. And I think if you're not getting along with them, you know, it is something to explore. I think if I wasn't getting along, I'd want to understand why. Is it me? Is it them? If they've got, you know, issues that are unresolved, if my partner wasn't getting along with them either, and it just was a case of putting boundaries in place, I would do, I guess, yeah, what me and my partner agreed on. But no, I've never been in a situation where I haven't got along with them, but I've been in a situation where I've never met them. And then I think at the three year mark, I'm like, what is the issue, like, I'm about to break up with you. What What's the big secret? What's going on? He didn't really get along um, with his family, but, yeah, he just said, oh, I'm just not close to them. And I actually think he was a bit ashamed um, or maybe a bit embarrassed, but, yeah, no, everyone else loves me. What about you? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been in a previous relationship where my family um, had some concerns and it was oh, about your partner, about my partner. And it was challenging. 
Uh did create some issues and more around, well, how do I approach the conversation? How do I not keep the peace, but how do I sort of Mm. make sure that everybody's happy and when they're together there's no awkwardness or... Was that a red flag for you or were you just like, no, you stick by your partner even if she doesn't get along with your family? Um, I sort of went away and just reflected on it and just really thought about what they were telling me. And they did have some valid points. There was some times where, you know, the way... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She communicated probably did come across a bit as rude. Mm. But I don't think it came from a place of actual, you know, where she actually meant it or she was doing it on purpose. I think she just came across like that and um, I think it was probably just interpreted a little bit differently because they didn't really know her too well. Mm. But, um, yeah, it definitely can cause problems. And yeah. it's, it's, it's a tough conversation to have. Listen to your family. They're always right. Most of the time. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. And my last question for you is how do you think couples should deal with conflict? Yeah, I think people or couples should just have a open and honest discussion about what they're thinking and what they're feeling and um, yeah, they should understand each other and come from a place of accepting what their partner's said and just working on that and, and not attacking and just, yeah, coming, yeah, I suppose. Mm, and the right timing. I think having the wrong timing, like at the middle of the night when you're drunk in the club, when you're both tired after work, I think if you're going to raise something with your partner or deal with conflict, it needs to be at the right time. Don't mm. you think? Yeah, I think so. And that's where it's so important, like we do, you know, uh, some check-ins. I think some regular check-ins yeah. is good as well, organising a time. Relationship once a, meeting. Once a month, once whether it's once a month, once a fortnight, where you just check in with each other and just sit down for 10, 15 minutes and just be honest. Is there anything that I'm doing that's upsetting you or mm. is there something that we need to talk about? Are you okay? How do you feel about our relationship? Like, it's important. Yeah, I love the idea of keeping kind of a note on your phone, a relationship note, and just jotting down things that either your partner did that were good or things that annoyed you and kind of bring it up in a batch. I feel that would be very effective. I think this morning, or was that yesterday morning? I think it was... When did you go for that long walk? Yesterday or today? No, no, yesterday morning. Yeah, so yesterday morning he 
got up really early. So the one thing is my partner gets up very early and I'm trying to get there. And you went through, I just assumed you'd gone for a walk. Or I assumed maybe you went to the gym. I didn't know where you were and you were gone for ages. And I text you and I said, where are you? And you didn't reply because I know you're not on your phone when you're with people. But when you got home, I felt frustrated and I felt annoyed and I kind of just wanted to like get reactive and say, oh, where have you been? Been gone for ages. Why didn't you call me? But I didn't. I just said, hey, hon, glad you're back. You know, next time you go out, do you think you could just tell me where you're going? Just so I'm aware. I know how long you're going to be, etc. Do you think I handled that well? Yeah, I think you did. It's okay. not a, it's not a common thing that to do. But yeah, obviously, when I'm with people, I try to stay off my phone and be as present as possible. Yeah, and you just went for a really long walk yeah. with your friend. Yeah, so I think even if you notice you're dysregulated, have a shower, take a couple of deep breaths, and just say, how can I communicate what's on my mind in a calm, relaxed way? And if you get activated or if you get frustrated, have a break ritual. Have you heard of a break ritual before? No. So it's when people take a break. You both agree to pause. Like, okay, let's shelf this for now. Let's take a break. Let's go for a walk separately or let's self-soothe and we'll come back to it later when we're a bit more calmer. Yeah, I can see how that'd be effective. Okay, great. All right, let's talk about the relationship meeting a little bit more because a lot of people wanted to know about the relationship meeting. So this is something we sort of started at the start of our relationship. Every month we'd sort of reflect on, okay, what are we proud of this month? What do we want to work on? It was more kind of, individual goals but I feel we've got a more strategic with it were you thinking I was crazy when I wanted to do relationship meetings or check-ins or goals um I'm not crazy I think it, I think it's something I've never really done in the past so it's new ha- to me yeah you didn't even have a calendar when no, I met you no that's right but um <laughs> now you're sending calendar invites yeah I think it's healthy I think it's good it's it's you know promotes good communication and it promotes you know a healthy relationship being able to trust each other to be able to be open about how we're feeling and working on you know being solution orientated rather than just dwelling on you know being upset about something or um, also planning ahead and thinking about the other person Mm. and how you can you know improve the relationship you even printed out an agenda like that very much impressed me you printed out the time you booked a date, you booked in Mexican, and you even put down three points with three sub points. What inspired you to go to this much effort for our meeting? Oh, firstly, if I didn't put it down, I would have forgot by the time we got to dinner what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, I think this year is going to be a big year for us both, and I just really want to. I don't know. I just thought it'd be good to, you know, just get things out in the open and just really think about things and have a plan rather than just winging it yeah and I find that very attractive one thing I think I've said to you there are certain things in the relationship I don't want to control and I don't want to manage for example when we move house I don't want to deal with all that stuff like I know that it's part of it and there are necessary steps you got to make you got to organize a bond clean you got to organize you know movers you got to organize that I don't want to do that in the relationship. I'm happy to do other things, but I think I've made it clear that when it comes to those kind of big tasks and projects, I can help, but I don't want to be the leader 
Okay. If that's if that's how you feel, then I'm happy to take the lead on that. That's fine. <laughs> as long as you're cleaning and packing, that's fine. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'll pack. I'll pack. Look, we all have different strengths. The thing is, a lot of people will probably be listening to this, right? A lot of people who are married, a lot of people who are in relationships, and they're like, yeah, but not every guy is like that. Not every man, you know, wants to listen to how I feel, or not every guy. If I brought up the idea of relationship meeting, they'll laugh at you and be like, what, what is this ridiculousness? How do you think people can communicate to their partner that this is something they want to do and implement that when their partner's, I guess, maybe not open to it or thinks it's ridiculous or oh, who has time to set a meeting well i think you can it doesn't have to be a set meeting i think you can structure it in a way that's fun for both people yeah. whether that be you'd go do something whether that be movies and you talk for 15 20 minutes before the movie starts you know it doesn't have to be so formal with notes and a meeting agenda like we did but <laughs> a you secret know, meeting or even just a drive like a nice coast drive and just sit there and talk in the car or something like that like it doesn't have to be a meeting but i think it's more about being open and having topics having communication and talking about what, what you both want and what your plans are and you know where the relationship's at yeah okay so here are some tips if you're wanting to do a relationship meeting get a pen and write these down these are some tips we recommend to get started so just for reference a relationship meeting or check-in it's a structured time for couples to address the health of their relationship and when it's done right this practice allows you to address underlying issues capitalize on what's working for you you know things you're happy about you know how have i made you feel loved this month or what can I do next month to make you feel more special and plan your future together? Remember, people are not mind readers. So unless you speak about this with them, they're not going to know how you feel. Now, I would say once a month is a good start, but you can do them weekly. You can do them bi-monthly, whatever works for you. But it's good to put it in your calendar so it's in there and set a reminder. And like you said, Han, tie it to something fun, tie it to something that you're already doing. We tied it, obviously, to eating. Eating nachos, because that's all we do. <laughs> that's all we do together. Okay, now what sort of things can we do in a relationship meeting? You said list the things that we want to discuss, so any upcoming plans or any upcoming changes or challenges, like moving. We had an upcoming trip in Bali that's coming up that we spoke about. Do you reckon there's anything else we should talk about? Um, obviously goals, I think, depending on the regularity of how often you're doing it, if there's any events coming up yeah. that might throw the other person out or the other person should be aware of, um, yeah. how you can support each other and celebrating each other. Yeah. Celebrating wins in yeah. the relationship, personal wins. That's how it should always start. Always start with the good stuff. You know, we can always just go into what we find annoying or what upset us but appreciation is the secret source of a great relationship now if you do want to bring something up that's been bothering you i wanted to chuck this in there because it is so valuable and it's really helped me in my relationship and it is when something is wrong rather than attack the person like you never tell me where you're going you're always late why don't you ever put the dishes away is describe the situation. So this was like yesterday. Hey, hun, when you leave the house and I don't know where you are, that makes me feel 
X, Y, Z. So describe what's going on, describe how you feel, and then move towards what is your ideal goal. And I said, when you leave, I just want to text telling me where you are, telling me where you're going, just so I know. So focus on describing the situation, outlining how you're feeling, and then outline the dream and what you want to talk about. So that was just a little tippet there. What do you think, Han, are the benefits of having a relationship check-in? Has it helped you in any way or our relationship? Yeah, I think it's 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 healthy. I think it's very healthy. It's it's gives me an understanding of what where you're heading and what you want out of your life, mm. and obviously where you see our relationship going, which is which is really good. Yeah. Helps me understand you and makes me also think about how can I support you in what you're wanting to achieve. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of positives out of having a, a, a relationship check in and. Um, yeah, I encourage people to, yeah, to, to do it more often. And like I said, it doesn't have to be so formal. It doesn't have to be, you know, no duration of time. It has to be yeah. a set time of 30 minutes or 40 minutes. It can just be a five, 10 minute check-in to start with, you know? Yeah. And don't say, we need to talk. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> the you don't want to make it. I, I think it's important to make it fun. Well, not just fun. I, th- I think it's important not to make it so formal and make it as if you're attacking the other person i think it's just more of a conversation where both parties can agree to be honest with each other yeah ask questions without being judged and without the other people reacting and just yeah have honest conversations yeah and did you know that they've found that people who do do this practice actually have more safety they feel more secure in their relationship they both feel reassured that things don't get swept under the rug you feel that your needs are getting met it can actually lead to less arguments, more presence, more quality time. And by presence, I mean being present, not gifts, and also more relationship satisfaction. So if you're thinking about doing this, I highly, highly recommend that you give it a go. If you want some relationship questions, I've got some and I can also pop them in the show notes, but I'm just going to go through 10 questions that you can ask your partner or ask each other if you're going to have a relationship check-in. So let's go through the questions. Maybe we can take in turns to read these out. Okay. What's really working in our relationship right now? What are we celebrating? Is there anything from last week or last month that feels unresolved? Do we feel close and connected to each other? Do we feel supported? Is there anything we can do to better support each other? Is there anything we've been avoiding? Ooh, that's a good one. Is there anything we'd like to be acknowledged or appreciated for? Are we fulfilling our responsibilities and commitments in our relationship? How do we feel about our sexual connection? How do we feel personally? Do we feel like we're living aligned as the people we want to be? Are we feeling good about ourselves as a parenting team? Are we on track with our big picture goals and relationship vision? Is there anything else we want to share? These are really good. Mm, great we, we should use these as a template next time. Yeah, we should. All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. We love to hear your feedback. I'd love to know if you enjoy having my partner on the show or if you don't, let me know. Don't worry. I won't get upset. I absolutely love mixing it up a little bit. I'm really planning to amp up this podcast this year. I'm going to have more guests, 
more excitement. I've just hired a podcast editor, so I'm so happy about that. And your feedback means the world to me because it helps me bring up what you know you want to hear and what you want to talk about. Any parting words before we summarize and wrap it up? No, I think we. I think that was a really good podcast, and I think we covered a lot of stuff, and hopefully people found value in that. And yeah, I, I wish everybody the best with their relationships. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yes, thank you so much. And just a reminder that if you are single and you are looking for someone, don't give up. There are good people out there. It's about knowing what you want and putting that energy out there. And if you are in a relationship, try this check-in. I would love to hear feedback on how you go. And if you loved it, leave a rating, leave a review, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi this is Kristen, and this is jen from my mom so hard and we're here to talk about by heart do you remember when you were nursing and you were like i want to give the best thing i can to my baby well we've got that for you it's called by heart and it is a infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code MOMS20 for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. Tell them my mom so hard sent you.